What's up? This is Kinsley, and you're listening to the Curls and Courage podcast. What's up, guys? Hello, and welcome to episode number three of the Curls and Courage podcast. I'm your host, Kinsley Meeks. If it's your first time tuning in, thank you so much for spending the time out of your day to listen to this podcast and to hopefully learn some valuable information that will help you throughout your life in some way. So a little bit about me. If you have never tuned into this podcast before, I am a mental health advocate. I am a personal trainer, nutrition coach, both online and in person. I also am a bikini competitor, a huge part of my life. If you've listened to previous episodes, currently I am running basically a series on how to approach and follow through with your 2024 fitness and health goals or just really your goals in general, which again, we're in February now. So I feel like goals, people tend to kind of fall off around this time. I see clients falling off, my family members falling off, friends not doing what they said they were going to do. So I want to make sure that you're not falling into those bad habits of not following through with your goals. And this is again at any time of year, but especially as we approach this new year of 2024, which I know that we all want to be good. If you listened to last week's episode, it was all about consistency within a business or an entrepreneurial journey. So I hope you learned something from that episode. If you missed it, make sure that you check it out. Today's topic is all about consistency within reaching your fitness and health goals. So I'm going to go into a couple topics of discussion on how you can follow through with your fitness and health goals and what my personal struggles have been in the fitness and health industry trying to follow through with a goal because being consistent is hard but it is doable as long as you have the right mindset and you have the right tools and skills that you need to get you where you want to go. Let's hop into four ways you can master consistency this year with fitness and nutrition and just health in general. So I'm sure you've heard of SMART goals. This is an acronym that a lot of people use when they're trying to reach a specific goal. SMART goals stands for S means specific, M means measurable, A means attainable, R means realistic, and T means timely. So this is an acronym, again, that I feel like a lot of people use, and it is good. I mean, it has a lot of valuable information in there. You can tell those words speak a lot of value, but what I like to use for my goals is something that I like to call the KENS method, the K-E-N-S KENS method. So that's what I'm here to share with you guys today. Moving into the first letter, which is K. This word stands for knowledge. If you are trying to reach any goal in life, especially with fitness and nutrition, you have to have the knowledge and expertise to get you towards where you want to go. So let me give you guys an example. I am someone who, for some reason, I tend to think that I can do everything on my own. I feel like when I'm asking for help, it's almost like a sign of weakness, which it's not. You know what I mean? If you have someone who is smarter than you in some area, you need to make sure that you are taking note of what they're saying and really taking that wisdom to heart and using it for whatever you need to do. So before I started my first competition prep, For some reason, I thought that I was eating so healthy and I thought that my nutrition was perfect. I thought that my training was on point. I was unstoppable. Um, I felt that I had a really structured routine that was going to get me where I wanted to go. I thought that this routine would build muscle. I thought this routine would have me feeling good mentally. I thought this routine would allow me to have the structure and ability to hop on stage within the next couple of months or years. 
But I learned that I was all wrong about this. So let me just take you guys back a couple years to whenever I was in high school. I'm 22 years old right now. So this was about four years ago. About the year, year of 2020, I graduated. But I was really following this trading protocol for, I would say, maybe like two or three years. So, you know, I was always very confused on why... I felt like I worked out so hard and I ate so healthy, but I wasn't really seeing results. You know, my body looked good. It looked above average, but I didn't really have the muscle definition that I have now. I didn't really have the specific like nutrition plan that I have now. I didn't have the same body fat by any means percentage that I do now was much higher Basically, my physique didn't look as good, and I definitely didn't feel as good. I felt like my body, I was just constantly murdering it in the gym. I was training so hard, eating what I thought was healthy until I learned otherwise. So what I would basically do is I'm going to give you guys an example of my workout. And this is literally crazy thinking about that I did this. But say you go into the gym and you pretty much have no plan. You just think, okay, I'm going to work as hard as I possibly can because I know if I'm out working everybody, that's got to get me somewhere. So my workout would be maybe I come in, I warm up a little bit and my warm up is already something crazy. I may run like three miles and then do a couple, you know, shoulder presses and then do like a couple air squats, whatever. So then I hop into my workout and I give myself basically a circuit. I did a lot of circuit training in the past, but the circuits will be insane. I mean, these were not not very realistic exercises for the human population to follow along. So I would say maybe exercise number one would be like a super heavy barbell back squat. Exercise number two would be, you know, a minute AMRAP, as many rounds as possible of burpees. The third exercise would be I'm going to do 25 backflips as fast as I can. And the fourth exercise would be, okay, I'm going to go in and do a little bit of isolation work. Maybe I'm going to do a superset between bicep curls and tricep pushdowns. Obviously, this makes no sense. It was extremely difficult, but my body did not change from this. My diet, I really struggled in finding the right nutrients to fit my body. I know that a big thing we all hear of is you need to have about one gram of protein per pound of body weight. I think this definitely is dependent on the individual, but for the most part, it's a good place to start. So in the past, that's one thing I was really focused on was getting my protein intake up, trying to keep my body fat percentage low. So I thought I was doing this correctly. I was getting all of my protein from pretty much cottage cheese and protein bars, which this is not the way to go if you are wanting to live like a healthy and balanced lifestyle. And also, I do believe that your protein sources are important because the problem is if you're loading up on a lot of protein bars, number one, those ingredients are so artificial. And then number two, there's also a lot of other macronutrients within that item and a lot of again like I said artificial ingredients so say you have like a quest protein bar remember that's a big one I used to eat and I'm not hating on quest they taste delicious they're much better than going out and eating like you know a Snickers bar but you know they have a lot of artificial ingredients the protein intake is good but they also have a lot of carbohydrates and I believe they also have a lot of fats in there from what I remember I haven't had those in a couple years but again when you're getting protein you want it to be from a whole protein source like for example egg whites or ground beef or lean chicken breast versus a protein bar or like, you know, something with a lot of artificial ingredients in there. So I would do that. And then again, when I would combine that with just maybe like some cottage cheese and Greek yogurt, pretty much that was all I would eat. And then I would also like really load up on fruits, I remember. So this is a big common misconception people have is like, oh my gosh, I need to eat it, be eating so many fruits. And of course, fruits do have very valuable micronutrients, which are those vitamins and minerals that you 
eat within smaller amounts. Macros are going to be the nutrients that you eat in big amounts, your protein, fats, and carbs. So anyways, getting back to the fruits that I used to eat, I would have probably like two, two or three smoothies a day on top of that, be eating like a whole cantaloupe. Like I remember being in my bed and literally having a spoon and like digging out the cantaloupe from there and like thinking that was healthy because I'm eating fruit right. But the problem is, yes, a balanced amount of fruit is fine for you to eat, but it also has a lot of added sugar. So if you're constantly loading up on that, that's going to give you sugar and carbohydrates, which are not going to necessarily get you lean, which was the goal I was going for. So all this being said... You learn from your mistakes, which I'm happy about. A lot of the reason I have the knowledge I do now truly is from learning from the mistakes in my past. But this all goes to say, if you want to reach a goal, you have to have the knowledge. So whenever I decided I was going to take my competing a little bit more seriously, I really invested in hiring in a coach. And I talked about this guy on my last episode, but I invested in a guy named Christian. He's my coach to this day. Amazing bodybuilding coach. He taught me pretty much everything I know about training and nutrition. And I remember when I told him what my diet was and my training was me thinking like, oh my gosh, this guy's going to think I'm awesome. Like my training is so good. Although it was better than I would say most of, you know, the, the normal population, the average person is not even exercising and not even eating, trying to eat a balanced diet. But he told me like, hey, we're going to have to change a lot of this. And we did, you know, I got on a structured meal plan. I went to a specific training split that wasn't crazy. It was more focused on hypertrophy, which is just that building of skeletal muscle mass. Once I started following that training protocol and that nutrition protocol, I would say within like three months, my body made an extreme transformation. So this all goes to say, if you have a nutrition and fitness goal that you're trying to accomplish, you need to invest in either hiring a coach or you need to invest in taking the time to research and learn what you need in order to reach a goal. There are so many free resources out there if you're not in a financially stable position, which believe me, we've all been there, so I understand. There is YouTube, there are certain blogs, there are people's Instagram, there are so much research out there. There is so much research out there that you can look into and find the knowledge that you need. Or again, if you can't invest in a coach, someone who has the knowledge and experience and expertise that you do not, you should go to that person. It's like, say you were trying to create an outfit okay you have this shirt in mind that you really want to create you know it's got some detail on the back you know you know that it's got some buttons coming down the front whatever you want in this shirt and you're like I think I'm just going to create it myself you know how in the hell are you going to try to create a shirt when you don't even know how to sew on the buttons when you don't even know how to design the clothing where to get it from what would you have to do you'd have to hire a fashion designer right if you wanted a specific shirt that you wanted to make well it's the same thing within fitness and nutrition if you don't know what you're doing don't try to figure it out on your own either you know ask someone for help or take the time to research and learn from valuable resources out there and if you guys have any questions you can always shoot me a message as well the next letter of the Ken's method is E, and this stands for efficiency. I believe that efficiency and preparing in advance is a crucial part to reaching any fitness and nutrition goal. You have to know how to manage your time well, and you have to prepare in advance enough to where you're not scrapping to 
get your meals in to where you're not struggling to get your training in. You have to prepare out those days and times that you're going to train and you may need to meal prep in advance or invest in a meal prep company if you have the money to do so. Let me tell you guys my personal experience with this. I have always been someone who hates wasting time. I'm always on time. I'm very punctual. I don't like it when people are not punctual or feel like they're wasting my time. I feel like time is the most valuable resource that we have on this earth rather than money or rather than materialistic items. Your time is what's the most valuable. So making sure that you're making use of that time is going to be super, super important. You know, we all live very busy, very crazy lives. And you have to make sure that you're managing your time well. So, for example, when I first moved to Miami, it was hard for me because I was trying to run a business and build this up from literally ground zero. Again, I had no steady clients. I didn't really know where my next paycheck or where my next client was coming from. So I had to pretty much take any opportunity that I could get. But when I moved to Miami, I was also prepping for one of the most important competitions of my life. It was an NPC national level bikini competition. For any of you who don't know about bodybuilding, it's a really difficult sport. It takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of sacrifice. And it takes a lot of preparing and planning in advance. So what I had to do was I had to make sure I was setting out specific days and times to train. No matter what, at 11 a.m., I was going to train. I didn't care who was wanting to train with me at that time, whether it was Mr. Obama. Well, honestly, if it was Mr. Obama, I probably would train with him at that time. But I really tried to set out a specific time and day to train and make that a priority to me. But I worked it around my schedule. So as a trainer, you know, you have clients who typically want to train really early in the mornings and then typically want to train pretty late at night when you get off of work. So although I'd rather train in the morning and get it out the way, that doesn't work with my schedule right now. So I said, okay, at 11am or 12pm, this is when I'm going to set out my training. You have to do that. You have to make it a priority to train yourself. Second thing I do is I always prepare in advance and I carry my meals with me. Now, you don't have to take it to this extreme. Maybe you work from home or maybe you have healthy choices in the office. But what I had to do was carry a big ass wolf pack bag with me. I mean, this is a heavy bag and I'm carrying it with me as I'm walking just all around Brickle, all around Miami. It's got like four meals in there at a time because I know, okay, I don't know what I'm going to be doing next. I may need to walk somewhere really far away or I may have trouble finding this building and it may be time for me to eat. And those meal timings are important. You can't wait till the very end of the day and decide, okay, I'm going to eat everything now. That's not going to work and it's not going to get you towards your goals. So I made sure that I prepared in advance with my meals, prepared in advance with my training, and I made it a priority. I got those things done regardless of what was happening on the outside. I got those things done. And you have to do that. Make it a priority for yourself. Make sure that you are efficient with your time. Get off social media. Stop that extra TV show that you're watching for 10 minutes in order to get in your 10 minutes of ab training. I don't know what it may be for you personally, but you have to make the time and you have to be efficient with the time that you have to train and to eat right. Moving on, N is for no nonsense. This is probably my favorite letter of the Ken's method because it applies so much to any goal, but specifically fitness and nutrition. So two different concepts I want to go over here. Number one is stop with the excuses. You could make a million excuses on why you don't have the time to train or why you don't feel like training or why you don't feel like eating healthy. I mean, this is something I really try to get across to my clients. You know, you hear a lot of excuses like I just really couldn't 
go training, you know, I didn't sleep well the previous night, or I just really had to get that drink at the bar. I was so stressed. You never have to get that drink at the bar. You just don't have to. So stop making excuses for yourself. Stop lying to yourself. I remember for me, I will say personally, making excuses is really not something that I've struggled with. Believe me, I am so bad at so many things, and I have so many personal problems. Just making excuses isn't one of those. I mean, I remember even in high school, like people would not do their homework. That was a really big common thing. And the teacher would call on you and they'd be like, hey, you know, Vanessa, you didn't do your homework. And Vanessa would be like, oh, sorry, my dog ate my homework. Or, you know, they would call on Charlie. The teacher would call on Charlie and Charlie would be like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't do my homework because um, my mom threw it away. Or like it was so many random excuses or my computer broke. Like it could be a million other things. I specifically remember I wasn't the best student. I'm just going to be honest with you guys. I wasn't super passionate about what I was learning and I have to be passionate about what I'm doing in order to succeed. But, you know, my teachers would call on me. I very rarely did my homework. They would say, Kinsley, like, hey, did you do your homework? I would just flat out say, no, I didn't do it. I didn't prioritize it and I didn't want to. And I know now that I think about it, that's actually a little bit disrespectful, but I just wanted to basically state that I didn't do my homework and I didn't want to give a million excuses of why I didn't do it because I could have done it. I just didn't prioritize the time to do it. I made other things a priority at that time. So I think that really limiting the excuses for yourself and approaching your fitness and health goals with that no nonsense mindset is going to help you. Another example with this no nonsense that I want to go into is you need to be realistic. And I will say one of my least favorite quotes is like, be realistic, you know, however, you have to be somewhat realistic with your fitness and nutrition goals. If you have a goal of losing 20 pounds and you come to me and you say, let's do this in three weeks. Well, to be honest with you, you're not going to lose 20 pounds in three weeks. You have to set a realistic expectation and make sure you understand the goals that you're setting for yourself. From personal experience, I'll tell you guys, Again, like we've talked about, I am a bikini competitor. I remember the first national show I did, I guess this was like two or three years ago. It was my first time stepping onto a national stage. I'm competing with girls who look amazing. They have a lot more muscle maturity than me, a lot more muscle density than me. But for some reason in my big head, again, this is when I was maybe 18 years old, 18, 19 years old. I thought, oh my gosh, this is it for me. Like I'm really with the big sharks now. I'm going to go up there and I'm going to get my pro car first try. Like I just felt something in my show I was like we're ready for takeoff like let's do this I was really hyping myself up on social media at that show I ended up getting like second call outs I think I got like 15th place didn't even place in the top five which isn't even bad honestly for that age and you know for the experience that I'd had the little experience at that point but I definitely felt really disappointed and to be honest I shouldn't have placed such a high expectation on myself because that goal was unrealistic I had never stepped on a national stage before I had never competed with these girls who had a lot more time than me on stage before and to be straight up I just didn't look that great I looked good you know I looked lean but I didn't have enough muscle my suit color wasn't the best my hair and makeup wasn't the best that it could have looked you know there was a lot of things that I could improve and I really learned from that experience don't be unrealistic with your goals don't set expectations on yourself that you're unable to reach just to be disappointed in yourself for the next couple of weeks later set a goal that is measurable a goal that is specific one that is high you know one that challenges you but one that you really know if you give your all to it you will be able to reach that goal so no nonsense that is in This brings me to my final point, which is the letter 
S. And this is probably, I said the last one was my favorite. This is just another really good thing to go by. S stands for support. When you have a fitness and nutrition goal, you have to have support, whether that be from a family member, whether that be from a coach, whether that be from just a coworker, or whether that be from a mentor or someone that you look up to. It could be anyone, but I truly do believe to accomplish any goal, especially with fitness and nutrition being such a difficult thing to do, it's hard to stay disciplined in those areas. You need to have someone or something supporting you. And I want to go into a specific example in my life, and this one is pretty hard for me to talk about just because because it's a little bit more deep, it's a little bit more internal. A couple of weeks ago, I was going through a really, really hard time with my mental health. I was struggling with anxiety, I was struggling with depression, and I had a really big show coming up. This was, I believe, like my third national show, third or fourth national show, and I called my mom like three days before the show. And let me tell you guys, I really was looking great. I mean, my physique could not have looked any better. My body was responding really well. My weight was in a good place. My diet was in a great place. My coach was supporting me and telling me like, you can do this, just stay on track. But I just felt so defeated. I did not feel confident. It was supposed to be the most like beautiful like that I'd ever felt and like the most shredded I've ever felt. And I, I just felt terrible about the way that I looked. Mentally, I was in a really, really rough spot. I had really a hard time just sleeping and eating. It was just it was a really, a really terrible time in my life. And I remember calling my mom again, like three days before the experience. And I was like, mom, like, I cannot do this. I cannot go on stage in three days. Like, I really don't even feel like I should do this. Like the competition was in Pittsburgh. I was like, you guys need to just cancel your flights. Like, let this just isn't going to work. And she really spent her time. And we probably talked on the phone for over an hour that night. She just you know, really poured into me how I was worthy of doing this show. She made me think back and reflect on how much I had put into this show. She showed me the value of my hard work and she reminded me not to give up. And I've never been someone who's wanted to give up. But in this specific time, I'm not going to lie to you guys, I totally felt like giving up. I literally didn't even want to be on stage. This is something that usually makes me so happy. But I was so depressed and so defeated at that time. I didn't even want to get on stage. I'd worked for 16 weeks for this more than that really my whole life but 16 weeks you know of the prep and I didn't even want to get on stage anymore I just didn't feel it in my heart anymore I was defeated I was sad and I wasn't feeling like myself and the only reason that I got on stage this past you know three months ago was because of my faith of course that that love from God and his support but also my mom honestly she is amazing she is who helped me get through getting on stage and I'm so happy that she did because it ended up being an amazing experience we all had a really good time together I ended up learning so many other things and it also made me stronger it made me realize that I do need support and that it's okay to ask for help sometimes because one big problem that I have is internally if something's bothering me I just kind of keep it all in I don't really let it affect me I'm just oh I'm busy bee like just keep running around like it's fine just hold everything in like you'll be okay like someone could literally stab me I'd be like it's cool let's just keep on moving like it's fine it will bleed a little bit it's fine I'll cover it up whatever but that's not the way to go if you are having a goal especially with fitness and nutrition you need someone supporting you again it doesn't have to be a family member I know that we don't all have those close relationships it could be anyone and if you are lacking that support I can even be that person for you if there's ever anything that you're wanting to learn or know or you have a specific goal and you just need someone telling you like hey you got this because sometimes all you need is a smile or a word of encouragement or a text message and it helps it goes a really long way so remember that you need the support from someone or something to get you towards your fitness and your nutrition goals it's human nature. We all need support along the way. So when you are trying to approach a fitness and nutrition goal, remember to follow the Ken's method. 
K is for knowledge, E is for efficiency, N is for no nonsense, and S is for support. These four values are something you need to reach those fitness and health goals. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope that this podcast really inspired you and helped you in some type of way be able to balance good fitness and nutrition habits or just habits and any goal. I believe that these tips that we went over really can apply to any goal, whether it be in fitness and health or something that's not even related in that area. Before we end today's topic and today's episode, I want to go ahead and take a voice note from a specific audience supporter. This is one of my friends. Her name is Katie. She sent in an awesome message that I want to play for you guys and hopefully be able to give you a helpful answer. Hey, Kensley. Hope you're doing great and having an awesome Sunday. So question for you is how do you handle family and friends during the holidays who may not understand that you want to stick to your fitness goals and who try to encourage you to deviate from your fitness plan and maybe eat things you don't want to eat and make you feel guilty for spending time at the gym? How do you handle those kinds of challenges during the holiday season? Great question. So I am really blessed for the amount of support and love that I have from my family. They have always been very supportive towards any goal that I do have. But with bodybuilding, it is kind of an interesting thing. It's not super big in a lot of places. I do believe that the sport is becoming more popular. Um, And again, I know you said just general fitness and nutrition, but this is how it applies to me. So I've always been passionate about training hard and eating healthy. And again, my family's always been supportive, but it was a little bit hard for them to understand the importance of it to me at first. And we'll talk about family first and then I'll go into friends. I remember specifically like my grandparents, they would always like try to get me to eat other things. It's not that they were being rude. It's just kind of like respect. They cooked a nice dinner and they wanted me to eat it. And they wouldn't understand like maybe if it was a healthy item, maybe it was just like a nice green salad or maybe it was like sweet potatoes or something like that they were like Kinsley this is healthy like you can eat it and I'll be like no the reason I can't eat it is because it's not on my training plan and when you're training for a specific purpose you are measuring out every food item to the T and I know not everyone does that most people don't but I do you know so I had to have an honest conversation with them and basically just tell them the importance of my goal and how it affected me whenever they tried to get me to eat other things again my family's always been pretty supportive but I remember that specific conversation with my grandparents and there were a couple times to like even my dad would be like can't you just eat a burger can't you just do this and it would be kind of annoying because I was like no I can't just eat a burger and the the fact that you're tempting me with that is kind of making me frustrated and more annoyed so it all comes down to if you have someone who truly loves you and cares about you in your life the best thing to do is sit down with them and have a conversation and say these are my goals this is why I'm doing what I'm doing I really would appreciate if you would support and respect me on these goals enough not to try to tempt me otherwise. As far as training, same thing, have an honest conversation, but also family is very important. I don't think that you should spend if you're on a family vacation or during the holidays four hours at the gym. For the most part, most people are sleeping late in the holidays. So if you want to get to the gym, don't choose to go to the gym at 1 p.m. or 5 p.m. in the afternoon when you have a family dinner or family lunch. Get up, you know, get up early at 6 a.m., go to the gym, get your workout done, get it out of the way, and then move on from there. That way you're not feeling like you're taking away from your family's time, but you also are prioritizing yourself and you're doing the things that you know make you feel better. So honest conversations are always a good thing. And then just kind of structuring your fitness routine and your nutrition regimen or around what you have going on. Everything in balance and moderation is important, but when you have a specific goal, you shouldn't change that based off who you are around. And then with friends, this is something that I guess 
definitely was a little bit more challenging for me whenever I was younger. Right now, I'll be honest with you guys. I don't really care what most people think about me. I bring my meals with me anywhere that I go. It doesn't really bother me to go out to a dinner and either not eat or bring my meal. Now, of course, again, everything in moderation. I love going out to a nice dinner. However, sometimes I just can't do that. Sometimes when I'm prepping for a show, I can't go out to eat, you know, or maybe I can go, but I can't get anything on the menu. And that's totally fine. But um, I don't let that really affect me. I just don't really care what other people think. So that would be a good way for you to kind of approach thing. If something's, someone's talking to you negatively, don't let it get to you. Don't make it question what you're doing that no makes you wor- work better and be a better person. Just follow your own guidance and follow your own head and what you need to do. And don't, you know, let someone else tell you otherwise. I will say, going back to a specific example, I think it's always good to give you guys examples of my personal life so you can kind of relate. I remember this one time in high school, I was going out to a party and I was running track at the time. So I was taking my health pretty seriously. I did drink a little bit. Not even a little bit. I won't lie to you guys. I partied a little bit in high school. Really not anymore now. But it was fun. Like I loved having a good time. I loved like getting a drink or whatever. But I remember this specific time I was trying to really like clean up my health a little bit. I had a cross country meet I think in like a week and I just didn't want to drink it all that weekend. And I made it really adherent to my my friends. I told them, hey, like I had my gallon of water, like the jug. And I was like, hey, you guys, like I'm not drinking tonight so please don't try to pressure me and so I remember I went to the bathroom and I came back and I took a sip of my water and it was vodka so I spit it out immediately and I got extremely mad one of my friends had actually put vodka um, in this big gallon water jug and I mean that's terrible if you have friends that are doing that that that's really messed up and you know this was a a while ago and it's fine now whatever I'm sure they were just trying to be funny it's not really a big deal but if you look at it in the big scheme of things that is a big deal. You know, if you're trying to have a goal and someone's really trying to literally sabotage you, that's pretty messed up. So make sure that you have good friends in your life and good family to support you. And again, use your own head. Again, really appreciate your question. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to episode three. We will be sure to keep the episodes rolling. Curls and Courage podcast. Hope this helped you in some type of way. Please share the Ken's method with your friend and rate and review the podcast. Those rates and reviews really help the show thrive as I'm trying to grow it. And again, just appreciate you so much. Hope you all have such a blessed week and wishing you nothing but the best and just consistency and good well-being overall throughout the next month of February. Tune in next week where we go over consistency within relationships and the fitness and health space. This is another great topic. Excited for you guys to listen and learn. If you have any questions, always just shoot me a message. And again, have a blessed week. 